that I think that I got. I think I fucked up. I think I fucked up. It'll record okay on this though. Fuck it, I don't need my fancy recorder. I think we're doing fine. Yeah, that joke was uh, Greg Giraldo. Uh, was, was I was opening for him. I think it was the last time I ever saw him and worked with him. And it was in uh, Pennsylvania at Penn State, one of the off-brand Penn States. And I did that joke on stage. And then after the show, he was saying, like, that joke you had. He goes, man, I got to laugh during your set. He goes, because you're talking about fat women and everything. I'm like, why is he just bashing fat women, you know? But then you got to the punchline, he goes, and I was so surprised it took me off guard because I got to laugh the real, like an audience laugh, like a, that real yeah. cathartic laugh. And I was like, fuck, high it's praise coming from Geraldo. And then like, uh, before I could get him to commit it to paper, you know, he fucking dropped dead. Uh, he's selfish. He is. He, what about me? What about my needs? I mean, how did he die? I mean, it's cocaine and shit, I guess. But yeah, it was a party. He was such a good drunk, though. Geraldo was. <laughs> I mean, he didn't do shit that like, made you uncomfortable. I mean, like when I, I was drinking with him the last week, I drank in Austin. And I was like so fucked up every night. I drank all the scotch. That's what the bartender told me. <laughs> I tried to order a scotch on Saturday. He's like, you drank all the scotch. You drank all the scotch. Yeah. And. I was got a ride with one of his friends, some girl, and Geraldo told me that she turned to him uh, after I was, you know, like I. She goes, "He's not going to puke in my car, is he?" So that's kind of, that's the look I had. Yeah. He's like fucking drank twice as much as me. He's wide awake. I think it's the coke. I guess it's the coke. If you can yeah, afford some that. guys are. Uh, yeah, some guys have that. They have the they're the animal, but it's it's all yeah. Some guys that got the cocktail, the rock and the cocktail. He was charming. Very charming, not like me. I never, I never really met him. I, I, I you know, it's like I, but that movie Gladiator. I didn't, I never met him. I said yeah, he touched me once. He put his hand on my shoulder once. <laughs> he's like, I, I, I saw, I was in the same room with him once. And he put his hand on your shoulder. Yeah, well, I don't know about that, but <laughs> yeah, he hit, me, he hit me up for fifty bucks. Yeah, he's such a good dude. Hey, you got any weed? You got any uh, crack? He always had a lot of money. He had a fucking uh, what do you call it? He had a show for a year or a something, law. one season, legal, something legal. Yeah, Boston legal. Yeah. I don't know what it was. I wasn't Boston. He, he was he was a lawyer though, and he was uh, yeah one fucking season, and 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 if you have a show of any length ever on TV, you can pretty much just headline forever, you know, more or less. Oh sure. I mean, just even if it's nothing. And uh, go ahead. You want to? Did you know that Grady? I'm changing the subject from Sanford and Son. Sure. He had a spinoff show. No. And I think it was called Grady. <laughs> It was one season, something like that, 12 episodes or 26 episodes. I mean, it was Sanford and Son was so big. It was a big show for, for especially for black people. It was a big show. Yeah. And it, I think it was the first show that Norman Lear brought over from England. It was even before. Oh, yeah. All the that's family. Right. It's fun. I couldn't get I, I couldn't get behind a Grady. I can get behind a Bubba show. Yeah. Bubba was more of that character. Grady was a little Grady came along a little later. Yeah, I think he was the next season, like third season. Grady came in. I thought Grady was I, he was my favorite. Who was Lamont's friend? Rollo. Rollo. No good. Rollo. He's, you want he said he needed a picture or something. Why did you take a, one of your pictures down from the post office? When it's hanging up. <laughs> you put your face in some. What do you say? Put your face in the freezer and make some ugly sickles. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a gorilla. He just told <laughs> you look like a gorilla. And yeah. Esther looked like a gorilla. She really did. She you know? did. She did not look on gorilla like. It was not off 
I mean, you wonder like if if uh, you were married many years and the sister is still alive. I think I might kind of be a little nicer to her. Right. Know, see if I could work up on it. Yeah, I guess it's not like that in the black community. I don't know. Yeah, you maybe know, she was hot. <laughs> I mean, she wasn't hot, but she was like the ugly sister. It's well, it's not like he's a piece of ass at that point either. You know? yeah, yeah, but we can get away with a lot more. We don't have to worry about our looks. We we get more distinguished as we get older, apparently. Fred Sanford to me looked. I mean, I know it's maybe it's just the setting. It's a drunk, a junk, a drunkyard. That's pretty good. A drunkyard, yeah, it's a junkyard. And I thought he just looks filthy. He looks fucking <laughs> disgusting. I bet it stinks in that place. It kind of was like so run down. I kind of didn't really. It was hard to relate to. And and, and he was. Uh, he must have had a hard. He must have lived hard. I mean, he, I think he was a big drinker and a big smoker as well for yeah. a long time because he was. Only in his fifties when he, he did that show. He was in his forties at first. Forties when he first got it. I think he was forty-four or forty-eight. That's crazy. He's playing a sixty-five-year-old guy. They had to old him up. Yeah, well, but did it, they really? And it helped him do like uh, some of the physical comedy that he would do, where it's like an old man wouldn't be doing that. Yeah, you know, like falling over and shit. Uh, yeah, that's I. It's funny. I guess I'm probably talking about it because I just saw some fucking documentary thing about it a little bit. Yeah, but I know he was a lot younger than than he was supposed to be, and he just looked. He lived a hard life. He lived an old, like an old. He looked like an old man. Was, and in those times, in the seventies, you know, guy in his fifties looked like he was in his seventies. It's true. My dad looked older when he was in his fifties than I look now. He was in worse shape, and he uh, and not and I'm in terrible shape, and he was still worse. <laughs> I, but yeah, you're right. And women too. women went to, they went at a certain age. They just all cut their hair off. Yeah. Unanimous. You never saw an older woman with like longer hair at all. and older was in her forties. If that they'd go to these the hairstyles, they, I mean, like in the seventies, they had these weird fucking hair sprayed up, go get a beauty parlor shit, right? The beehive. Yeah, but it wasn't like a full 50 style tall beehive necessarily. Sometimes it'd just be this like it was just done. It was right. like grandma hair. And that's what they did, I guess, because they didn't want to wash their hair every fucking day or some shit. I don't know what that was about. Remember when like they would say, like, boy, and this will be one of the last points I make before we start talking about crime and shit, but like uh when the Brady bunch, I remember like Marsha Brady used as an excuse, Saturday I have to wash my hair. Yeah which is obviously an excuse. You can wash your hair anytime, but I think, but apparently it's like you, that was an acceptable thing. I wash my hair once a week and it's on Saturday. (laughs) Bathing all the time was not an obsession yet from, from the smallest room in New York city comes a show that gives you a reason to live an elderly New York city man assaulted. That's right. I said it older people, you know, they are the, they're the target of choice for a lot of criminals in New York City. Fox 5 New York reports. Harlem night, a man 20 to 30, 745 the 29th, seen on surveillance video, striking a child. The man entered a restaurant on Adam Clayton Powell Jr. Boulevard with the kid and then placing the kid on the ground. Uh, He teed off and struck him. Don't you dare strike that child. Knocking the child to the flow. He then put the kid in a stroller and walked off on foot, which is the best way to walk off in an unknown direction. They don't even know what direction it was. It's unknown. It seems to me like, I mean, like there's plenty of fucking, you can walk off that way or that way. They're both directions. Joining me now, Anthony Zenhauser, co-host of 
dog fuckers. Hey, Anthony's in those. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Dude, it's my pleasure to have you here. You know that. We do, we do the show Dog Fuckers, and it's on uh, Crime Report. It's on, uh, how, how do we say it? NYCCrimereport.locals.com. Yeah. And a lot of good stuff on there, too. Just not just not just dog fuckers. You got a nice catalog. Yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> it's a nice place you got here. Hey, it's a nice catalog you got here. Why don't you it's, go check out the other show? Hey, it's real plush. I like it. Get a lot of bang for your buck. Hey, you mind if I smoke in here? <laughs> you can smoke at nyccrimereport.locals.com. And, and Anthony, you know, like uh, Dog Fuckers for me was kind of like I considered it to be like the centerpiece kind of show oh. because like it's uh, it's what better thing. I didn't realize a lot of people we're not guys who fuck dogs i was afraid some people might think that's what the show's about yeah i can see that but we're not mm-hmm. i've never fucked a dog at least and like uh you have this uh <laughs> so many stories about people who do fuck dogs that's what it's about news stories similar to what i do here on new york city current work but all the stories are about people who have fucked dogs <laughs> and there's a lot of them i got I, you know that's why i kind of naysayed the idea right in the beginning i didn't really think that we would be able to uh sustain uh, the uh, an amount of uh, of material, and then it just says uh, shockingly a lot of people. Yeah, fuck dogs on a daily basis. Yeah. I mean, every day there's a new dog fucking story that comes out, and and we have plenty to dip into in the past as well because they they. <laughs> I, I think it's a timeless thing. It's it's <laughs> it's like Christmas. It's it's an evergreen type story. It doesn't <laughs> die. I mean, it's like the guys did still fuck a dog in 2011. But uh, it's just not breaking news because what difference would it make if it was like, you're going to go, right. Is somebody going to take some action on that or something? No. I mean, um, these stories that I tell the on New York City Crime Report, we talk about like this just happened. It's uh, a little earlier. I think this happened three or four days ago. Um, police say the man put the child in a stroller left uh, in an unknown direction. Now, anyone with information about this guy who hit his kid. Now, nobody would give a shit about this if it wasn't on video. I don't think most people would give much of a shit about it anyway, because he didn't just flat knock the kid's head off, which is about what it would take for somebody to be in trouble for something like this now, I think. Especially in New York. If the guy kicked a dog, Mm. he'd be caught by now. Right. The public outcry would be ridiculous. People will literally jump over a homeless guy to stop somebody from hitting a dog. <laughs> and you know something? There are probably a lot of people going, look at this guy spending time with this kid. <laughs> he's a he's yeah. his present father. He's yeah, he's <laughs> I'm assuming I'm assuming his he current was. father. <laughs> oh, you meant presently like, well, with him. <laughs> yeah, he's, he, well, he's he's an act, you know, he's actively taking uh, a, a, a role in the kid's life. Yeah. This is, uh, which is good for him. Yes, I think some people, might, you know, it's a good thing that they run away from their family life, you know, because shit like this might happen. But I don't think this kid's going to be scarred. This might be one of his more pleasant memories. This kid. That kid's going to grow up and, and be a black comedian and write a joke. But you remember when your dad used to smack you in your stroller? Remember when he tee off and strike you? <laughs> Forsooth. I get that from like uh, W.C. Fields movie, The Bang Dick. She's like, don't you dare strike that child. Because oh he's about to like fucking throw a big potted plant at this kid. <laughs> <laughs> a really big, like a little tree. And man, this, the woman is like, don't you dare like that child. <laughs> the women that he had, they always talked so fucking proper. Right. That was the comic foil. It was like the, the every man versus the aristocracy. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, you know, the Marx Brothers did it. The yeah. Agnes Moorhead character, yeah. like Three Stooges. Oh, yeah. Well, I like what what is that? What's that you say? I understand you've been on safari. That's fascinating. <laughs> They've always had hey, safari. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> safari's no, no. A good one. Shut up. 
Yeah, shut up, you chowder head. I wish that I want would have the money to do the, the Three Stooges remake that I want to do. I remember that. Larry huh? would be a woman. That would be the most shocking thing. Trans? Huh? Would, would, would no. Be a trans woman? A woman. Born a woman and just gets slapped an awful lot. <laughs> you know? Just <laughs> mows a guy slapping a woman. Uh, <laughs> and why not put this to the test? You know, I mean, like, there's no real need for Larry to be a dude. Now, would Mo be like, uh, would his name be M O apostrophe, like Mo Money? Like, it'd be like a like a brother. I like that. I hadn't thought about that. Maybe, maybe make one of them black. <laughs> make it diverse. <laughs> it makes more sense when he's slapping that woman. <laughs> yeah, and have like, and, and so it's funny. Yeah, I think so. Well, that's what we have here. This is a black guy uh, hitting his black child. And, uh, you know, I just don't think anybody would. Care. Now, like I said, a dog, people lose their fucking minds over a dog. True. A couple of days ago, Miss, the former Miss USA uh, jumped off a fucking building. I heard about that. If she would have thrown a dog off a building, <laughs> but it's under investigation. Might not, might, maybe it wasn't a suicide. I mean, mm. she did leave a final Instagram message saying, you know, I hope you all, uh, have some rest in peace or something like that. It was something like really, uh, it, it, I don't know. It was, it was clearly like one of those last post sounding things, a little like, morbid, at least in retrospect. But I mean, why would a woman like that? She was a lawyer. Her name was, uh, Ch- 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 Chesley Crest, which sounds like somebody's going to get mad. Chesley Crest, Chesley Crest, Chesley Crest. And she's a lovely woman, but, uh, she dead now 40. I think she jumped off the uh, top of it. I mean, she was, she lived in a ninth floor apartment, luxury building mm-hmm. over in Hell's Kitchen. I mean, uh, when you hear about people with luxury, luxury buildings, like who kill themselves, what the fuck, man? You had a doorman and shit. I mean, like I, I could do that life for a little while. Yeah, I guess, I guess uh, it, it's, it, it doesn't buy you happiness. At being beautiful and having a, and being an attorney. Being I mean, on TV, she's pretty famous. I'm sure that you know. I don't know. If you get to the point where you feel like, well, this is as good as it gets. Oh, it's, I, it's over. I surpass. I went past that a long time ago. <laughs> as good as it gets was like, I, I was pretty excited when I just first got married the third time. I thought, hey, this is pretty good. You know, I just got was starting a compound. Things going nice. And then uh, it's sometimes you realize the fucking consequences of the life that you've backed into. And you go, oh, shit. <laughs> well, that's why guys like you live in a basement apartment. So you don't have those situations. This apartment is on the first floor. Well, you know, jump off the first floor and see what happens. I could afford the ba- afford the basement apartment. Oh, I see what you, you mean. You would have been yeah. like, uh, hey, hey, I almost sprained my ankle there. <laughs> yeah. But hey, I learned my lesson. Maybe jumped, life isn't jumped right into the garbage can there. I bumped <laughs> it with my hip. Yeah, this is the smallest room in New York City. And uh, the show originates from this apartment right here in Chelsea, New York City, where I, every day that goes by, I consider I continue to consider leaving the city. And one of the main reasons I don't is because I'm, I'm afraid of the effect that it might have on those people who listen and go, well, this will just, you can't do a New York city crime report. If you're living in Florida or South Carolina or Tennessee or some shit, you know? Uh, Yeah, I guess, I guess it's it's that you get that feeling, but I think that you, I don't even think half your audience would even know you left. Well, I would secretly live in, I have I, I was considering that too. Yeah, yeah but I now I just let the cat out of the bag, I think. But they wouldn't know until no. they hear the fucking I don't know, the cicadas or something. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? It sounds like you're in a swamp. 
Yeah. Uh, Child children's laughter. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the sound of, uh, you know, uh, cars uh, that are not. I get car noise here. Sometimes I get the construction noise that was going on for a while when they built up that place that burned down. I, I was like, this is the worst place I've ever been. I mean, it's every day. Yeah. And I'll tell you something about Mexican construction workers. They intentionally make as much noise as they possibly fucking can. <laughs> they love dropping heavy shit from a distance into a dump truck. It's their favorite thing to do. Yeah. It's, it's just, you know, I guess. I guess maybe it has nothing to do with their being Mexican, but every time I looked out the window and got angry, that's what was there. Uh, now, he's on the other end of the assault spectrum. An, an elderly New York City man assaulted in the Tony Upper East Side by a stranger who shoved him to the ground and later appeared to flash a hand signal. Steps from Gracie Mansion. I wonder why they included that detail about the hand signal. Hmm. Uh, is it some kind of a uh fucking white power thing or something not in this case i don't think that's what it is i I think there's video of this here and that's one thing about the day we live in now video of every crime almost you know it's a beautiful thing to to really not in this case to uh you know because i have i i feel like people don't you know they don't they don't like it when 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 people of color are guilty and uh time and time again <laughs> time and time again they're proven wrong yeah there's an element of guilt or at least it's arguable um sure i mean like like in this first uh you know the video i don't know if you saw it but i mean yeah the guy just comes out and hits the kid i don't think he hits him that hard it's mm. barely a story right but it's but it is a story and you don't know what the kid did exactly I mean, maybe the kid was asking for it as they, you know, kids, kids always, uh, mm-hmm. it's okay to hit your kids. Sometimes I'm a big advocate of Beach it. kids, beat your kids. You got to occasionally hit a kid uh, just to let them know you're there. You know, I don't know how people don't, I want to hit people's kids. I don't, they're not even mine. I'm like, that kid needs to be hit. Dogs yeah. do too, though. I don't know if it works with dogs though. How to hit dogs. When they whine and cry incessantly, sometimes you're talking. I mean, I'm whispering because you know. I don't want people to hear you say this. But yeah, yelling about how much I hate their fucking dogs in the building. But it's like, <laughs> like if it goes on for more than ten seconds, I just like this. You just want to go up and hit, hit you know. I want to hit the woman who owns the dog. You hit the know. woman, and the woman hits the dog. Shit you rolls know. downhill. Yes, yes. And the cat's in the cradle, and the silver spoon. <laughs> <laughs> my boy was just like me. And, All right, uh, well, I, 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 let's hear more about this elderly guy. He's eighty-one, by the way. Eighty-one. Bless, eighty-one yeah. year. God bless. Eighty-one years. Uh, eighty-one year old victim. Uh, he's slowly dying of COVID instead of quickly. He's standing on the sidewalk with a dog and talking to someone holding a baby stroller. Wow, that dog right there, a baby stroller right there, and you're going to push the old guy to the ground. It's around twelve thirty in the morning. <laughs> On Christmas morning, oh my God! When the man approached him, uh, that's uh, the foot. This is a what? what did I, it's, this is just very close to Gracie Mansion. I think is sort of the hook on this story, uh, because you know you think, well, the mayor lives nearby. Mm-hmm. This was this is back in the De Blasio days. Well, that might have been that might have been the mayor's wife that hit him. You know what? <laughs> and they said that she flashed a gang sign. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thrive uh, New York, motherfucker. Yeah. Bloods, Crips. She uh, is an ugly woman, though, isn't she? Well, Shirley McCray. A lot of them are. A lot of what? A lot of, a lot of the Democratic women are not pretty. 
I don't, I don't really know any real Democrat pretty women. Tulsi Gabbard's a libertarian. She's a pretty hot chick. Yeah, yeah. That that um, what's her name? The uh, the one that everybody hates in Congress. Uh, Fine Feinstein, Diane Feinstein, <laughs> Rachel Feinstein, Pelosi. No, Pelosi's like she's beloved. I mean, she. I'm talking about like the Pelosi's um, got nice tits for she for, has big uh, hangers. Yeah. But uh, you're talking about some butterface. Oh, I know who you're talking about, Marion. Uh, yes. What's her name? With a G. Green was that her name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marjorie Taylor Green. Marjorie Taylor Green. I fuck her. She's fuckable. She's a Republican. Yeah, Republican. Uh, but I'm yeah. the Republicans are hot. I mean, the women are hot. They take care of themselves. You can tell. Yeah. Uh, you know, they they go by that old way of, uh, you know, they they probably balanced a book on their head at one point. Exactly. Yeah. Posture. These these fucking sluts on the other side. They don't even be washing their pussy. Yeah. You don't know how to wash your ass properly. <laughs> First thing I'd say if I met one of them. (laughs) Be a great question at a press conference. (laughs) Why is it Democrat women? I I would love to hear that said. That would be great. They could not respond to it. There's no good way. This guy's an octogenarian. You always get reminded of the, uh, you know, what the word is for somebody in their 80s. Right. Octopus. Because nobody refers to an 81 year old dude normally more than once. (laughs) Yes. Just to announce that he died. Yeah. And it was this is on East uh, Octogenarian Street, (laughs) 86th (laughs) in Henderson Place. Shoved him to the ground before casually walking away. Hmm. Victims seen lying on the pavement for several seconds. I guess 81. You stay down a minute, right? Uh, I think you just, yeah, you you play dead. I mean, again, that 81 year old guy, I mean, who's to say that maybe maybe he maybe he said a few bad things about about those people in the uh, in the 40s and the 50s. But maybe, it was maybe he was, just, was probably just standing there being 81. Yeah. And they go, that's got that guy fall over if I push him. Maybe yeah. the guy just bumped into him. Sometimes you see people overreacting to things. They're like the punter. If somebody rolls into his ankle, you know, they right. hop up into the air. Oh, God, I'm stopping. the sure does roughing the kicker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I had a woman in a mask run by me and 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 uh, on the sidewalk and, and and wave her hand around and cough. I'm like, you're a mask first. I mean, like just my smoke getting through there and bothering you. You're jogging. You're you're next to me for exactly a millisecond. Yeah. The fuck is your? They really have to let you know. You hear people cough mm-hmm. when you smoke. Right. It's the only thing more annoying than that is somebody asking for a cigarette. True. And they do that too. That's yeah. why I quit smoking because people used to ask me for cigarettes all the time. I relished saying no. I love it. You I like said, it? I don't even acknowledge it if it's like a bum or just a dude. Sure. But if a woman comes up, stops me in my tracks, which they will do, they'll walk up and stand in front of you and Excuse grin up at you. Excuse me. Yes. And they'll be like, hi, can I get a cigarette? And I just go, no. <laughs> It feels so good because <laughs> they think I'm this like desperate old dude or yeah. something It's going to be like, oh, yeah, that's the, it's the you, you're the moment in their life where they realize that uh, either their looks are faded or they're just uh, they don't have that kind of power that they think that they used to have over men. They're going to take it personally like that. But oh, the yeah. reality is they're just barking up the wrong tree, sweetie, because. <laughs> 
I mean, I've I know well enough to know like she's not going to be like, wow, this guy gave me a cigarette. I think I'll blow him or something. You know? I, I actually like I like being here with you and and getting this the secondhand smoke. I like it. Really? I, I like the smell <laughs> of cigarettes. I would never smoke again, but yeah. I like the smell of cigarettes. There's something nice about the smell of cigarettes. That's it, not the smoke that comes right off the tip. But the mingling of it all around, sure. like I remember I felt the same way when I didn't when I was a kid, my aunt would sit at the table. And we and we used to play cards. Oh, remember yeah. the days when families would play cards? And everybody and would smoke in the house. Yeah. And, they said, and my aunt would smoke and I would be like, man, as soon as I am old enough, I'm right. going to smoke like crazy. That's exactly what I did Good for you. I just stuck by it. I stuck by it. I, I've, I've lived. I'm living my dream. I'm living my best life. <laughs> hey, man. Like, you know, we can really get Nietzsche here and 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 what's to stop anybody from smoking cigarettes? Were you afraid of cancer? Really? Yeah. Come on. You'll have a lot of great years ahead of you. Heart disease is really much more common. Yeah. And emphysema. Sure. But you can you can deal with that. Those are these are just like little things you work out. COPD. What do they call that? COVID. COVID. <laughs> <laughs> they say if you smoke, you're less likely to be hospitalized with COVID or something like right. that. You know, it, it, they, it insulates you. With so you just like, hey, oh, I got my cancer and that's it. I'll just have my cancer, my emphysema, my heart disease. Well, it's so funny because the vaccines they actually administer have been proven to lower your T, your T cell count. I, I can't afford to do that. Which, uh, you know, just makes you more susceptible to cancer. So, you know, what you're doing, you're doing the Lord's work. I'm, I think by smoking. I, actually, I'm just doing the best thing for my health. Right. You're right now. This is the this is sadly the best thing you can do for your health is by ch- chain smoking. I mean, a lot of I wasn't kidding when I said I'm living my best life. I mean, this is a, it's just another way of saying I'm doing my best. This is the best I can do. This is all I got. I love uh, I love to, to smoke still. And, and, and it looks when cool. I stop, when I stop. Look, when I don't want anybody to say it doesn't look cool because it does. It, it does look cool. It, I mean, like, and and when I smoked when I was on stage, that was the real because then you used to be able to smoke on stage doing comedy. It, it was just fucking magic. Right. It was it punctuates your timing. You can use it in all kinds of ways oh, like sure. that. And then when I quit and I'd be on stage, my hand would still be coming up like this all the time. Like I'm still smoking. I'd be like looking for something to do with my hand, like like wiping my face. I looked like a mental patient. Right. That that cigarette made you look like like you had everything under control. And then when they took that cigarette away from you. Yeah. Now you can still smoke on stage, though, because I I think it's like it's an art thing, right? Like you can smoke if it's if it's for an uh for theater, you can do it by law, and but you you have to just be prepared to never come back to that club again. <laughs> They're not going to tolerate that. Unless shit. you're Dave Chappelle, I guess. You then can. you're good. You I've yeah, so I'm on video at the comic strip. Yeah, smoking a cigarette. Yeah, give me a cigarette. Hmm. I can do whatever I want. Yeah, I make a lot of money. Yeah, I'm I, the I, best comedian ever. <laughs> and I do this for eleven hours. I know everybody tells me I'm the best comedian ever, but I really believe it. Well, you know what? I feel bad when you say that because I actually feel the same way about myself. And, but I, I believe I, if it, somebody though. asked me who's my favorite comic, I like, I'm honestly the funniest one I know. I, I say the same thing. When I don't say you, I say me. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And, and and anybody who doesn't needs to fucking quit. Yes. I mean, like either, either that or just keep doing it until you <laughs> until you get there, because I didn't always feel that way. Just see if your TikTok page, you know, if it if it takes off, and it, then it truly helps if you never watch any other comedians. Yeah, you know? really, it For helps real. with that delusion. Yeah. Like, yeah, especially don't watch anybody good. Do you like to watch 
people who are on stage ahead of you when you're doing Santa? Um, I like to watch. Uh, I like to watch my friends. Yeah, I like to watch my friends because even if they bomb, it's hysterical. Yeah, you know what I mean, like it's like it's fun. To, it's fun to watch your friends uh, panic, <laughs> you know, and, and that not saying at this point in our lives when we bomb, we panic. But there is a there is a I don't think you're bombing unless you're panicking. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. to me, it's not bombing. It's just not getting laughs. Yeah. That just means the yeah. audience is wrong They're or something. Stupid. They're dumb. But or, you know, or whatever. There's not a connection there. But like uh, just in case I do well after, you know, then they're not dumb. They're just fucking discerning. Right. But I think that <laughs> bombing is where you like you think, yeah, you guys are right. I'm right. You know, or you get mad at them. And yeah. You show a lot of anger that only when it's a little unpleasant. You're you lose, you lose, you lose control of your ship. You know, you're a captain. You lose control of your ship. That's right. But I think that I think once you get even even if you're not, if you're getting laughs solely on the point that it's so awkward that people are laughing because I think I count that as a laugh. Oh, it's totally. Not, you're not bombing. Oh, God, I do that shit. I dig my way out of a lot of holes that way. <laughs> it's fun to do that. That secondary laugh on them not laughing is a full laugh. Yeah. I, I count it. Absolutely. For it's sure. it's like a field goal. Uh, instead of a touchdown, it's a, it's a TKO. It says they called it the mayor's backyard here where, where this assault mansion. happened. Yeah, yeah, greasy mansion, greasy mansion, uh, where Charlene McRae leans her head against the couch. Like, <laughs> makes me, that's the only reason I thought that is like from what coming to America. Yeah, I love how you knew knew the actress. I by met name. somebody who did. Oh, no, Charlene McRae. She yeah. didn't play. Oh. <laughs> She I thought that was her name. I thought that was the, <laughs> the actress. Sounds like a black actress, Shirlene McRae. I yeah, it turns out just a black. She, I think that being a the first lady in New York City probably requires some acting chops. You have to act sure. like you care about right. problems. You have to pretend to be uh, aware of things. I mean, like because they have no idea where all that fucking money went, all the billions. Anyway, enough about this shit. I was just Why saying, bringing up old shit. I'm just, I don't know, man. That's gone. It's over. They're gone. They this won. is, the, yeah, they're gone. And now we got Mayor Adams, who is uh, presiding over, you know, what they're saying is uh, the, the increase, the spike in crime that's happening. Uh, this is uh, all over the city, citywide, uh, from the Bronx, Midtown Manhattan, over in Queens and Brooklyn, of course, violent Brooklyn. And I think Staten Island is actually somewhat immune to it i don't believe that they're having the same uh exact same type troubles down there it was the same thing with uh the 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 big opening song to car 54 staten island wasn't in, involved you know <laughs> i mean if you remember the the the, the opening song from car 54 there's oh. a hold up in the bronx brooklyn's broken out and fights <laughs> there's a traffic jam in harlem that's backed up to jackson heights things are cool in staten island mm. <laughs> I don't, I don't something re- idle wild car 54 where are you yeah that was a true that that was one of the most true to life cop shows <laughs> people, a lot of people don't know that uh, the bronx da <laughs> Darcelle Clark, she vowed the city would not stop looking until the gunman who shot an 11th year old, an 11 month year old girl in the face was caught. I heard about that. No, I think that was a straight bullet. It's not like he was trying to shoot the kid. No, it was an accident. Yeah, it was just some shit that happened. Violent crime has been rising all over for the past two years with crazed, unstable people in the subways and fearless teenagers with guns. Of course, they're fearless. They have no chance of having that gun taken away from them. True. They can be waving it around, whatever, you know, like, oh, yeah. so in the cops come over, like they just stick it in their pocket. And go, what are you going to stop and stop and frisk? Huh? Somebody gets a phone out. 
Mm-hmm. People, you know, like when there's an armed person and there's any kind of tension, the people say, why didn't they just shoot it out of their hand? Well, that's not always a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think they should shoot it out of their hand. Shoot the phone out of the guy's hand. <laughs> Body cams have been the best thing, though, because they prove a lot of times that the cops, you know, kind of had a reason to do what they did. Right. They, they having, I don't think there's anything wrong with having a total like video record of everything they do. Great. All the better. And, and and that's to protect everybody, you yeah. know, because th- there can be times when when a cop is is doing the wrong thing. I, I don't I think that's the exception, though. Yeah. A lot of people think that the cops are just out like fucking hunting for people to beat up and kill. That to me seems a little ridiculous. Well, that's usually fab- that's usually uh, that's the excuse from people who are out committing crimes. Well, yeah. And 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 the, and the people who advocate for them, you know, like, right. Look. These are just, uh, you know, some uh, a group of guys had gathered, you know, to <laughs> to unwind after work with some beer. And, and there might have been some marijuana around. <laughs> there might have been some uh, stray bullets. Yeah, it, there was a little shooting going on. Just typical for that t- for that night and that time of the that part that part of town. But it says it's a very sad situation here. Uh, someone says, and uh, you know, one Harlem resident. In fact, I hope New York City gets better. It's going to take a long, long time. It's not going to just bounce back. Uh, it, and it's not just fucking uh, what do you call it? COVID, you know? Because that's 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 what De Blasio was talking. De Blasio did not talk about anything except COVID yeah. for the last. I mean, since it came out. That's just, well, we have to, we have to worry about being safe first. We have to be safe. It's a good, it's a good, it's not too bad, it's right? Uh, yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't know how the mayor talks. That's how the former mayor. That's yeah. exactly. Uh, well, Real safety is, a, is the most important thing. Rochester. But thank you for your question. <laughs> <laughs> Rochester. We have to be safe. And his wife's like, why aren't you wearing your face mask? <laughs> now, Rochester, where'd all that money go for that charity? <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know, boss. Uh, we got a lot of nonprofits, boss. <laughs> Big line for that money. <laughs> I think that what's his, I think that actually Jack Benny would have been a great mayor, yeah. real penny pincher, you know. Jack Benny would have been a great in, in that in the uh, De Blasio biopic, <laughs> yeah, the De Blasio story. Story, you know what's his name? Jack Benny. Jack Benny. I'll say Benny the Jet. <laughs> Benny and the Jet. You know that he Benny. he honeymooned in fucking Cuba. Oh, yeah, yeah. Acted like a Sandinista. What a jackass with a beard and shit. That motherfucker is the worst thing. I know that it's over now. A lot of people say Adams will be even worse. I had a caller the other day on Crime Report. That's it. Uh, Compound Media. Please come and subscribe. I do a live show there about crime. If you like this, you'll love that. Thank you for uh, to the people who have. It's fairly affordable, too. Compound media special because it really is like the only place you can say fucking anything you want. Sure. And that's what happens. And like, I don't know what I would do. I don't know what I would have done for the last several years without that, that outlet, you know, not that, not to diminish what I'm doing here, but I mean, it's just like really important to me. And uh, so a cop called, he, he was retired police. He worked under fucking Adams for a while. Was, he was his immediate boss. He said, so funny, he's going to be terrible. He's going to be even worse. And he's a pretty smart politician surprisingly because you, you think like ex-cop what you know what is he you know it's right. like he's getting elected on that no he's this you have to play politics to become even a captain a captain is a very high position sure and you have to be a political animal to make that happen because it is 
all about that. It's all about doing that type of shit. It's not about police work. It's not about none of that shit, man. It's about blaming the right person at the right time. Yeah. It's about seeing all the angles. And that's what he's doing here. He says, like, if, for instance, when he when when people are like, well, this crime in the fucking city and shit, he's like, I'm going to I call on Albany to uh, <laughs> to re- a good to, impression to take a look at these uh the 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 bail reform laws and stuff like that you know uh okay so albany you you think all these democrats in albany they're gonna be like oh did you hear what the mayor said we better relook at no but he's saying this isn't my fault that's their fault and he does that with everything he's just like he don't blame the nypd we need every agency it's not just the nypd's job to fight crime we need every city agency you know how many city agencies there's like a retarded number of city agencies that don't have anything to do with crime at right. all. You know, the fucking library of Brooklyn and shit like sure. that. So it's retarded to say that it's ridiculous. Yeah. Hired his brother, but now they won't let him hire his brother. He can only pay him a dollar or something like that. He can't pay him any money. Has to be a no job. I don't think you should be able to just hire your brother. No, I don't think that's right. I mean, that's what John F. Kennedy did. Yeah, but that was different. I <laughs> are. <laughs> uh, Hire my brother for uh, attorney general. Uh, it'd be a fine attorney. You know that. Uh, <laughs> Good impression. I mean, I'm, I'm going to roll. <laughs> Who is this guy? Um, like, uh, was it? What do you call it? The Kennedys sat, were stirring speakers to a degree. There's some inspiring sure. quality there from John and Robert and stuff like that. And then, have you ever heard Robert Kennedy's son? Now adult son, of course. Now adult son. I've, talk? I, I, uh, I, I've never heard him talk, but I know he's like a rising star, right? He's been kind of like uh, around the, the vaccine and but he's in the past. He's spoken out about other issues that are kind of like uh, on the other end of the spectrum in terms of politics and stuff. Because, you, know, you know how the Kennedy family, they're like oh, sure. Democrats and shit. Sure. But he is like this. Like, his voice is like <laughs> challenging. <laughs> to listen to i imagine him like being like i am a berliner does he have a does he have like that does he have a massachusetts accent or is he from new york he's i think he's from uh i I don't know massachusetts i guess but i mean he's 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 just there's something amazing it's, about doing those impressions. Something though. wrong with the guy. I mean, there really is something wrong with him. I shouldn't fucking. I'm not saying that lightly. I mean, my brother, kind of, my brother. I like the those. Uh, district attorney. <laughs> I need this like I uh, need another hole in my head. Ah, uh, right, <laughs> right. Oh, I need a uh, uh, magic bullet. Or uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. I believe is who it is. And, yeah, uh, RFK yeah, Jr. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's Theo Vaughn. Let's uh, okay. Is, talking is that him? Well, he looks old. I think he's Let's see if I can just get him. He's dead, huh? he, yeah, he died, but when I was 19 years old, wow, I spent three months with him in a tent in East Africa. And I had like a jerky voice because he was like for me, Saul Rosenberg, he was like Darth Vader. Fuck you, <laughs> I don't care what you have to say. <laughs> You're just you just shouldn't be doing that. No place for I got no time for that shit. Dude, that is the that's the number one reason why you should not be a public speaker. Like that should be the one big red flag in your career to not be a politician. 
Well, how can you? There's no confidence behind that voice. How do you get behind? Give me liberty. It's it's just awful. Can you imagine? It? You have nothing to fear. Just one small step, man. Fear. <laughs> Jerk off. And it's we good both to be enjoyed each other. And he was very, very kind to me. You know, I was <laughs> not, is he fucking around? It's like you got to be kidding. Yeah. Your dad was who? You've got what blood coursing through your veins? And he let me take my shoes and my book bag on the train. Uh, he, he, he robbed me, but he, he, he let me keep my clothing. Oh, my God. No, the no. setting is a little less inspiring too. He's got a bunch of Simpsons characters behind him. Wait till he runs for president. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Talking to, talking to Russia with bringing that shit with Russia. <laughs> I mean, like you even, guys better back back off the Ukraine, okay? Uh, did you see the press? I mean, I don't mean to get off on politics. No, he's the president of Ukraine was just like fucking. You guys need to calm the fuck down. Yeah. This is fine. We got this. Yeah. You guys are freaking out. Yeah. What a great message. I think it's great. It it. it <laughs> Ukraine, I think Ukraine is more like you guys gotta get your own house in order here, guys. Look, you guys are just making too goddamn big a deal out of this shit. You know. <laughs> By the way, this octogenarian, there is a thirty five hundred dollar reward uh, for information leading uh, police to the suspect. He was only minor injuries, you know. <clears throat> he didn't even need to be taken to the hospital. Why do they need $3,500? Because it was near Gracie Mansion, yeah. just feet from there. And it's one, if you have information, and I'm sure some of you do, because I know a lot of New Yorkers listen to the show. And I know it because I've seen the analytics and it's factual. If you're listening to this right now, there's a very good chance that you're in New York City, but there's also a chance you could be in like fucking Luxembourg. Sure. So if you're in Luxembourg, then uh, you're not going to have any information on this. But I appreciate you listening. There's there's people listening in Australia. A lot of Australians listen. And uh, I I think that's pretty cool yeah and they probably have a lot of time since they're all locked down and shit now i mean <laughs> i don't know how many of them got vaccinated over there but uh it's it's real bad over there apparently you know, i don't know i wouldn't want to be in australia you know they got a new thing now where they go if you're in australia western australia you and you have uh kids that are in the hospital if you're not vaccinated you can't go see them <laughs> The fucking bitches that were talking about it were so breezy about it. There's like, this will shock and uh, convince him to change their philosophy. And, and, you know, that kind of shit. They're just like, yeah. And they've had time. I don't know, man. They don't, they just don't have a lot of concern. So look what this shit's been going on for months. Uh, You know, it was just a few months ago that uh, like primary school kids couldn't go to their graduation until they changed the law on that. It's like, that's the same as not being with your kid in the fucking hospital. Sure. Yeah. They missed their fucking graduation from grade school. Yeah. Which is very important, by the way. I mean, I I don't remember having that shit as a kid. Yeah. I don't remember walking with a <laughs> cap and gown. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of a, I was sixth grade was over. Yeah. Kindergarten's done. Yeah. But look what I've achieved. Yeah. Seventh grade. Was, I'm glad I had to take off of work. <laughs> yeah. You did. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. A sixth grade graduation. Everything. Parents breathe a sigh of relief. Oh my god! Everything is a fucking. It's true. Like everything is a a, a big is a big to do. 
Everything is a big to do now. It's a big to do. It says Seeing here, like, your kids in the hospital. Oh, come on. Yeah. Well, maybe that will shock and uh, convince people. Maybe a dingo ate your baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to uh, find some more interesting sure. stories here, but I want to talk about a, a message that I got from a listener who uh, took me up on my offer to interpret things because I, you know, I do interpretations for people. Mm. I'm not sure if you're aware of that no. I, I offer this uh, service uh, to listeners to this show exclusively. I don't go around offering to do this elsewhere. I mean, like this is the only place that you uh, get this offer. And, and if they have something they're con- con- confused about, you know, it could be something that they were told by a neighbor. It could be something their mother said to them, a sister. Uh, it could be somebody, a house painter, uh, a bank teller, you know, it, it could be their, the, the fucking assistant manager uh, where they work. It could be anybody, even a stranger. What did they say? And what did they mean by it? They, so they, they, they tell me what they said. They right. tell me a situation. And I say, I always know what people mean. Sure. I always do. As, as, as I mean, like in my own life, I might not have as good of a perspective on it. Cause you know, you tend to th- take things personally, but right. objectively, I never have any problem with that. You're always better to give advice than to take advice. Sometimes take sometimes, my own advice. I can't, I can't know. advise myself. Yeah. But right. I can advise others because who cares if I'm wrong in their life? You know what I mean? Well, There's less pressure. Sure. But it's also the outside perspective. Sometimes you don't, you don't see it when it's happening to you, but when you have the outside perspective, you could, uh, you can help somebody out better. So maybe I think so. And, and, and I have managed to, to on, on, on more than one occasion, uh, like give people uh, some information that was really helpful. And they've mm-hmm. told me, uh, so uh, I, I got this message uh, from uh, Jordana or Jordana. I'm not sure, but she's in England. Oh, and uh, she, uh, she is a black woman uh, who uh, it, at first was a little bit taken aback by some of the jokes and stuff that I do, but then she felt compelled to keep listening. And then she said, I finally got the dark uh, humor of it. And I, and now she was now she fought, she listened to a lot of different shit I do. And that's appreciated. People make the effort, you know, to stick in Good for you, Jordan. And so, um, uh, I, I think I, I wrote her response and it's, it's kind of a long response that I gave. So I'm not going to go over this in too great a detail because, you know, it, it's, it's, it's 3,700 words that I wrote back in response. Mm-hmm. That's too much. Well, that's not. I mean, that's how much you care about Jordana, you know, and I wanted to illustrate it as clearly as possible. Yeah. So um, what I thought was uh, here's the situation. She's she's leaving a library. Right. And um, there's a guy, a white guy in his 30s. He's got a kid about four mm-hmm. and they're going down a stair. Uh, and, and, you know, four year old sometimes can be kind of slow on the stairs. Sure. And so he's walking with a kid down the stairs. And uh, as they're going down, you know, um, she's being patient. She stops and, uh, you know, she's obviously, you know, because they're ahead of her. She can't go, I guess, couldn't right. get by them. And so the guy looks at her, like glares at her. Right. And he says something then uh, in German to the kid and the kid. And he goes, you know what that means? The kid goes, no. And he goes, it means hurry up. And she said that he seemed hostile yeah. and sort of afraid. What did he mean? What was he trying? To, she said she felt awkward. She she felt, you know, it didn't feel good to her. Right. And because and she felt like, what what is that doing? You know, I was being patient and stuff. Now, I kind of had to come to this. It took me a little while of sort of writing around it. And I know I think I know where the guy's coming from. I think I know what that was about. Okay. 
I think he would have reacted differently to different types of people in that situation because dads and mothers are different with their kids in public. Women, when I waited tables, I noticed they would say to their kids, you want chocolate milk to drink? They could go, yeah. Or do you want lemonade? And now the kid doesn't know what the fuck to do. Mm-hmm. And now you're getting seated. This table needs tea. I'm fucking behind. They want their check. And they milk that moment for all it, as long as it'll go, you know, until yeah. this kid says something. Now I go, a dad goes, uh, just what do you want? Lemonade? Okay, lemonade. Like that. Right. He doesn't give that second option to confuse sure. the kid. Now, I think the parents are teaching different lessons. He's trying to teach. First of all, he doesn't give a shit. The kid's going to be happy with what he drinks. I'll call, just don't make a big fucking deal out of it. Right. But also, they know he doesn't want to be a nuisance to because he sees that there's a real person here mm-hmm. waiting on them. A woman might be more apt to be trying to teach your kid. Think over your options. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about all this. You right. think about it. And and so I think in that situation, the guy probably was like, it's, you know, there wasn't anybody forming behind or anything. So I think it was coming downstairs. She's probably the only it's leaving a library, you know, I mean, uh, libraries, I don't know what they're like in England, but they're mostly for homeless people to have a whore bath now. <laughs> <laughs> True. And so there's probably nobody else around. And mm-hmm. so the guy probably thought we can go down these stairs and can let him at his own pace kind of mm-hmm. do it. Right. But then as soon as somebody's behind you, you're like, now it's a fucking thing, right? Yeah. And if it's slow, he's probably like one person, whole goddamn library, and they're coming down now, you know? That was the way. And and he's just annoyed because now he has to rush the kid along. He's holding somebody up. It makes him feel awkward. And he right. passed that awkwardness back to her. Mm-hmm. As far as why he would say that in German is because a certain kind of dad interacts with their kid mm-hmm. in public in a way that is detestable. Hey, son, there. What, what do you want to drink? Huh? You want to like they're at a Starbucks, you know, you, you feel like a macchiato. Huh? You like that? What do you want? Just a. Huh? <laughs> All right, Chipper. Let's see. Yeah. And, and he's like sort of making little side jokes sure. that only adults would get. I don't know. I know what you mean. I, I find it's despicable. Just despicable. Dad's being like that. Okay. Dad should be like, <laughs> you don't need anything. Uh, let me. Yeah. You know, just cut the bullshit. We don't need to watch you being dad. Of yeah, the year. yeah. 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 And so I think that this dad is probably one of these, like, you know, he's a little embarrassed about it. So interacting with the kid, he puts a like as if he's just teaching him something in German, mm-hmm. like the kid's going to remember that. So he, instead, oh, of, instead of being like, oh, come on, hurry up now. Come on, let's go. Hurry up. He didn't want right. to be overheard like that. Anyway, that's that was my interpretation mm-hmm. was that this guy felt awkward. He uh, took it out on her. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think he would have done that had it been an older woman who was white, especially. I don't think he would have done. I don't think he would have said it like that if it was a dude. I don't think he would have glared at just anybody, maybe a young teenage kid like a guy. But I think it, I think he had more like kind of he felt a little more entitled to kind of be like, uh, especially a young woman. She's like 28 years old, something like that. And, uh, you know, I think she just he, he just felt it was kind of, you know, it's it's kind of not too tough to be a tough guy with a fucking young woman, you know? I say sure. a tough guy, but to express that kind of annoyance, that's that's that was my take. What do you think? I mean, that's my interpretation. That's the one they're paying to hear to the extent. That's, <laughs> that's the one that the, that's the, the uh, 
that's the one that they should take more into account. But I thought it was a situation to real quick, just yeah, where yeah. like this is a situation that happened years ago. It's still on her mind. Right. These are the kind that's a perfect question to ask. And I appreciate it because it's like something like that that you kind of mull over, over and over again. And it's still just like, I don't know what that was about. Well, I think that, I think there could be a couple of tears to this because one, uh, the British, because I, I, I she's British, right? Yeah. So the British have this sort of uh, politeness bubble around them. They have this sort of stigma about not complaining and mm. kind of the stiff upper lip kind of thing. And there's that there's there's that tradition in that culture to, um, you know, kind of wait until they're used to lines. They're used to what they call cues. They're 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 just used to waiting there and not really uh, complaining too much outwardly. They kind of complain on the inside. Uh, now, this guy's German. Uh, traditionally, I don't know that he was German. Well, he said something to her in German, and something in English. Probably he very well may be German. I assume the guy is German, unless unless <laughs> until <laughs> someone tells you otherwise, I'm, I'm good with that. Unless unless it was like, you know, he, he's got this whole agenda thing going with cleansing. Well, <laughs> or maybe he just, you know, chose German as a second language for no good reason. You're right. He's right. From Germany. So maybe he, he's German. I think so maybe German he was a German fellow who uh, they're they're kind of uh, a little bit more uh, the Europeans. See, I don't really see Europeans as being uh, as racist as Americans are. There's been a, there's been a lot of acceptance oh, are, of no, they're very racist. Well, there's been a lot of acceptance in Germany and France of the black culture for years. I mean, they I mean, yeah. French people, French jazz musicians used to go over to France. And well, I mean, OK, well, that's French, that's a bad example. French jazz, jazz musicians would go to Germany. That's mean? a bad example because oh, Germans, oh, right. Germans had a real problem with race. Uh, I guess you know, they had a whole problem with, uh, you know, keeping the keeping their 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 race clean for a long time. Did they? But did they? <laughs> you know, I mean, theoretically, I mean, you know, the, if you believe, you know, the winners write the history books. Right. Uh, well, in my opinion, I, I make a long story short. I feel like that this guy was embarrassed. Yeah, I think he was agitated that there was somebody behind him. And I don't think necessarily it was because of, of her, who she was personally. No, I think it was his first instinct to <clears throat> to. um to uh, be angry, but he didn't want to. He didn't want to scream at his four-year-old, right, for being a pain in the ass. And you know, who knows? This kid, maybe this kid was like singing and dancing down the steps. It and he probably really annoying. And he said something, and she doesn't know what he said in German. But being German myself, he probably said something to the effect of uh, "Mach schnell" or "Rasen Sie schnell," which means "Hurry up." Okay. So he probably said, Mach schnell. You're going to trigger this woman if she's listening right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think I'm just trying to make, I'm just trying to bring Mach it all. Mach schnell. Well, their, their language sounds very, you know, the German language is not very pretty. It's not pretty. And uh, you know what? You may be right about that. I think he was embarrassed, like you said. He yeah. Like to be caught in that. And Germans are a little oh, bit more, excuse me. they're a little bit more comfortable with just showing contempt. Sure. Aren't they? They're, they're angry. Maybe more than English. There, like, I, 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 oh, sorry, I'll hurry down the stairs. Yeah, the British. That's I mean, a terrible accent. Well, what I'm saying is she's British and she probably uh, she's used to having a lot more uh, suffering, suffering people a lot easier than somebody else who's German. Oh, I see. Uh, this gentleman, you know, being European, he was probably very emotional, even for 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 um, British standards. You know, a German man would be more emotional, very contemptuous. Yeah. So he. um he wanted to, uh, you know, he wanted to kind of get it out of his system by giving her a shitty look, even though he was clearly 
clearly in the wrong. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason to make her feel bad. I mean, you know, um, but uh, I think, like I said, he took his shit out on her. Right. Uh, and uh, that, 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 ain't, that ain't no good. That and is no good. I think at this point, at this at this because uh, this doesn't sound like anything that would happen in this country, especially if there was it was a black American woman. Well, I'm black, I'm she would have been like, she get would- your ass out of the way, you <laughs> bitch ass white motherfucker. What did you say? What did you say to him? That, that might be a bit of a stereotype. I mean, well, I'm, I'm detecting a, just a bit of the, just I mean, a hint. I'm talking she very well might not have felt uh, as uh, I don't know what the word would be, but maybe responsible or anything like that. And I it, my theory about now I'm a youngest. OK, sure. And I thought maybe she was the youngest as well, because like when you're a youngest, you're very like attuned to like what's going on around you mm-hmm. in the especially if uh, if you uh, I, if you had an alcoholic parent, it's like, you know, you, you're feeling your way around the world that way, you know, and so like everything's kind of like you just are very like hooked into vibes like that. I don't know why that is. And you also if you're youngest, you want to get along a mm-hmm. lot with people. So you don't understand why anybody's mean. Because that's kind of your perspective as a kid, you know, like, yeah. why are you being mean to me? Right. Uh, and, and of course, it's the oldest responsibility. Anybody older than you, it's it's their job to just like fucking smack you down and mm-hmm. keep you away from anything good forever. Right. And so, you know, that maybe that was an element of it. I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. all that very some of it's very personal. It's not just all about like, you know, social breakdowns and stuff. Sometimes it's like, what's what's going on with the person, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, that's I mean, could have had a bad day. Maybe. Guy, yeah. Know. Maybe the guy thought that she reminded him of somebody that he was that he recently a social worker he struggled with or something yeah. or maybe somebody he dated. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he was just having a stressful day. You know, maybe he's a single dad. He was uh, he's having trouble with the ex-wife and uh you know, he, uh, he he felt that he was being rushed at that point. But I think also, I think what's your name, Jordana? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're internalizing this a little too much. I think you're you're ma- I think you're taking it way too personally. Well, we we addressed a little bit of that actually in the conversation. Oh, okay. I mean, she was the first to say like, you know, maybe I shouldn't be you know taking it as seriously as right. I do. Thinking, but that's what this process is all about. Is is you know the to to say hey. Think about it. <laughs> do right. do bring it up. Obsess away. I'm more than happy to have that discussion. And if you have an interpretation, and uh, for me, at any point, as you listen, you may be thinking of things right now. That like, man, I never did know what that fucking teacher meant when he said that. That was the oddest thing. Teachers sometimes speak in little riddles, you know. Mm. Like I had a, I had a teacher one time named uh, another German Schleiger, Miss Schleiger. Oh. And uh, I, my understanding was that uh, a woman named uh, Reiser was, you know, Jewish. Right. And I said, oh, Miss Reiser, uh, she's Jewish, right? Another teacher. And she goes, you know, her maiden name was actually Gentile. <laughs> As if her name was Gentile. Right. But she was trying to tell me she married a Jewish guy. Right. So I knew what that meant, but I had to think about it. Her maiden name was Gentile. Sure. Odd way of putting it. I guess it's a very impolite thing to say. Is she Jewish? Well, I think so. Uh, I was a weird kid. In the the South, though, it's like, you know, with that accent. It's unusual. Hey, are you a Jew? I, don't know, I can see how that can be. A sound Somebody a told me they saw a movie one time. I, I, I forget what the movie was, but it was like uh, 
there was some Hasidic Jews in the scene and they were like, fucking, you know, it was a father son. It's supposed to be like a, a touching little scene, you know, that's going on. Yeah. <laughs> and they were at the movies, very quiet, you know, because nobody hardly goes to the movies all at the same time. Right. And this guy's from the north and he was making this observation about the southerners that were sitting there watching this two southerners, one turn and the other one went Jews. <laughs> 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 but I know exactly his spirit. He said that right. he's like, they don't see shit like that ever. Right. So to them, it's like he's actually, you know, they're a mutual acknowledgement. <laughs> and I don't Jews. I don't see I don't even take that as a malicious thing. I just think yeah. he was just like Jews, Jews, Jews. <laughs> like he was like he was. Yeah, that they're Jews. I, I'm just I'm just finalizing there that any sort of queries. There's no Jews in the in, in the South hardly at all. Very few. Very right. few. There's not a lot of them. And I don't know why that is, but I think it's because, you know, Jewish, Italian and like other like urban centers and stuff like that attracted, you know, that that's kind of like they went where the business was uh, to do business. Mm-hmm. All those, you know, and when immigrants would come to this country, they would, you know, for a long period of time they're going to be settling in the Northeast yeah. because, you know, that's so we don't have that diversity in the South because, you know, fuckers burned it down after, fuck, you know, they burned down Atlanta right. and they, you know, reconstruction was very fucking difficult in hot the South. Atlanta. It was Atlanta. not hot Atlanta. Yes. Okay. Home of freak Nick. Yes. Get <laughs> your freak on. <laughs> An off duty. Pl- Thanks again. One more time for that, for that message and write me uh, for any interpretation. An off-duty uh, police officer shot and wounded during an attempted carjacking on a Queens street Tuesday night. Holy shit. Are you, you mean last? Yes. The officer was attacked about 1020 Beach Channel Drive and Beach 62nd Street near the beach mm. in Avern. Now, Avern. Now, I've never come across this neighborhood, Avern. Yeah. Do you know it? Nope. And you've been in you're a lifelong guy here, been, right? Well, New York is so big. Yeah, I mean, it is big. You can spend your whole life not not going into a borough at all. I mean, I I never went to Brooklyn as a kid. Oh, or really? Queens. I mean, I just I mean, I was a Bronx kid who grew up actually in the uh, out, outside of the city. But I mean, my <laughs> whole family came from that from from that very. I mean, it's it's amazing. You come from a street, you know. You come from a street within a borough. Yeah. And uh, Queens is huge. Queens is fucking gigantic. Very big. It's uh, Astoria alone is. is yeah. Did you know that Brooklyn, if it was a separate city, right, from New York City, it would be the second largest city in the country. Wow. It's bigger population wise than L.A. I think at one point there was. I mean, they were one city. There were one borough it, and they the, split them up. They were separate. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, borough. I mean, Brooklyn was a separate city. Right. It had joined the city. Right. And then That's the, the five boroughs came together. Uh, you know, violent Brooklyn is is also just it's it's big, but I think geographically it's it's uh, less big than Queens, if I'm not mistaken. Queens is pretty fucking big, smallest borough size, uh, like in terms of geography, is Manhattan, of course. I or maybe where's the Staten Island? But I could see where where the, st- where the, the story's going. About. I know exactly where it is now. Now that you Arverne. Yeah, uh, two men two men approached his car. They tried to pull him out of his vehicle at gunpoint. But he fought back. He kept his honor. Sources said the off-duty <laughs> cop was shot in the shoulder and the men fled, but they were uh, quickly captured by nearby officers. A gun re- was recovered. Oh, Jamaica Hospital. Okay. Yeah, that's right. His fellow officers rushed him in an NYPD vehicle vehicle to Jamaica Hospital. So it's I, I had a feeling it would be it was way off there at the end of the E. 
uh, the, his uh, wounds are not believed to be life threatening. So they tried to steal his car, and he was shot. Yeah, Jamaica is carjackers. Uh, Jamaica is uh, it's in the border of Long Island, right over the White Stone Bridge. Oh, sorry, yeah, right, right over the White Stone Bridge in Jamaica. <laughs> I think there's something further out there, though, isn't there? Something past Jamaica that's that's still Queens, but the subway don't go there. I think because I remember what's his name, Bobo, used to fucking come in from way the hell out there. Bobo, and he lived. I'm. Uh, I have to get off the train and then take a bus, <laughs> and sometimes I take two buses. It's like fire. Do you think I'm lying? <laughs> I'm lying. Not, I'm not lying. I am not lying. I had to take five, five, five buses. <laughs> if you're, I had the worst experience, by the way, getting to fucking New Jersey the other night. <laughs> Holy Where shit! Where in New Jersey? I was going to Point Pleasant Beach. Oh, okay, and it's like. You know, there's a way to go on the bus where it's just one bus the whole goddamn time sure. and you get off. That's fine. I did. I eventually was able to, but I was like so behind going out to the show the other night on Thursday night, going to uh, Uncle uh, Vinny's. Another sold out show it was awesome out there at uh, Point Pleasant Beach. Hope everybody can catch me uh, you know, next time I'm there too, which will be coming up soon enough. Yeah. Uh, this is because the guy's fucking like, Dino's great. He gives He's you great. dates on the way out oh, the door. That's great. You leave with dates. You don't leave going like, oh, they like me. think they like me. They give you dates on the way out the yeah. door. So anyway, uh, the bus that I'm on, which I was, it took me forever to get on that. I'm at the Port Authority. The bus starts going into the tunnel, breaks down. Oh, and and the guys trying to start up and won't start trying. And I guess there was some shit behind us. I wasn't even paying any attention. I didn't even know what was going on. Then finally, I said, Man, "Is this bus going to start back up again?" Because when a bus is started going and then stops, and then you hear it like it's like the, the engine's flooded or some shit, yeah. like how it used to do. You kind of go, this sucks, and I'm already late. And so that some fucking guy, Port Authority, his boss comes up and goes, hey, what's the matter here? You know, and all that kind of right. shit. He's like, well, I don't know if I can let you take that in the tunnel now. You know, as it gets in the tunnel and stops, it's going to be a problem. The bus is running at this point. You know what I'm saying? So the fucking thing, the, the, he makes the guy drive back to the fucking terminal. That's crazy. And we got to get on another fucking bus. That's crazy. And I'm already late as fuck. And I was going to drive you to that gig if I didn't have to do my thing. You were Uh, not going to drive me anywhere. I wanted to. I wanted to be there. (laughs) Not that bad, though. (laughs) I can't imagine that. (laughs) Natalie Cuomo, I met her. This uh, and and that's who I went. uh, I ended up meeting up with her because I I don't even care if it's out of my way. I can't stand just like being on one thing for a long time. It's like an hour and a half train ride or something. I just wasn't in the mood. Two hours. So, uh, yeah, I met up with her. We rode down together and uh, she's an interesting comic. She has a lot of tattoos. She appeared topless in a biker magazine. Sure. Which I think is that's that's something to show the grandkids someday, I guess, you know, but uh, yeah, nice girl. She really knew how to fucking crawl up my ass and get on my nerves. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. She would do this thing, right? Like when we were running late, you're already stressed, you know, and I was driving for some reason. I don't know what she just is. Not- it sounded pleasurable for a second. It, it was OK, Yeah. but that's what I was saying. She would be going like, you know what? What? 15 after. It's fine. It's not a big deal. We're good. Nothing would happen. No phone call comes in, no text from Dino or anything. Yeah. And then at? she would just go, Dino is mad. Just like a completely different take on it. And it, I would just, where does that come from that you're yeah. calming me down and now you're fucking trying to jack me up? 
it's just like that's how her head is she yeah. keeps going and and you got to deal with their unfiltered emotions if you're with mm. any woman yeah i don't know how to be teflon to that i don't know how to just not have a woman's fucking whatever it is that she's putting out there i just feel like i gotta deal with it yeah did you deal with it i told her to stop doing that shit <laughs> i said you gotta cut it out what do you mean Shut he's mad you just up. said it was okay take it easy you yeah don't you have a photo shoot to get to? Oh, you remember uh, LaShawn McNeil? That's uh, there was a the off duty officer, six member of the NYPD shot so far in 2022. That's a that's a lot. Wounded just days after the January 21st murder of officers Jason Rivera and Wilbert Mora. Uh, that their funeral was huge. Yeah, I saw uh, that. A lot of police out there from yeah. all over the country. And it was a sea of blue and it was, it's gotta be one, maybe the biggest one ever. I've never seen something like it. It was just, it was incredible to see, uh, the killer in that case was LaShawn McNeil. He opened fire on Rivera 22 and Mora. These are the two cops who were killed. Uh, I believe in Harlem, if I'm not mistaken. And, uh, with a Glock 45 equipped with a high capacity drum magazine, let's get that in there. That's what they're, they're always trying to get rid of stuff that high capacity, this and that, I mean, you know, it's like Bill, Bill, I mean, like Tim Wilson used to say, you know, it's like they want to get high, get rid of high capacity magazines. When two bullets hit you, <laughs> it don't matter what's coming after it. Yeah. Your <laughs> mind's kind of on them first two. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. And then he would do like, uh, he'd be like, uh, here's your sign. That's not the guy. I know. Uh, <laughs> But, but anyway, the, it said they were responding to a domestic violence call at, his, at the mother's Harlem uh, apartment. A third officer, rookie uh, Summit Sulan, Ooh. he returned fire, fatally shot McNeil. So he's dead now. Labretti, while uh, bleeding badly from a wound, was thinking he protected his brothers in blue from harm by uh, holding his ballistic shield in place. His ex-con Nelson Pizarro squeezed off at least a dozen bullets at him from inside a second floor apartment. At the end of a long call. Wait a second. I thought the killer was LaShawn McNeil. Well, the it says the killer, the killer, LaShawn McNeil, opened fire on those two guys. And mm -hmm. uh, there's a third officer and there's Libretti. Who the fuck is Libretti? I, I really did not look too closely into the story because, it, you know, when cops get killed, it is such a fucking bummer. I knew how it happened. It was a dark hallway. He was uh, they went in to answer the call. They get down to the near the end of the hallway. The guy just like, you know, comes bursting out of the bedroom and opens fire. You know, um, it's just a. Uh, it's it's fucked up because you know they're there to help they're there to do the job that they got yeah. called to do and then they get ambushed by this dude then again uh you know apparently the woman did have a reason to be concerned because uh you know i guess it was uh just one of those things um you know I, you hate to hear it anyway i oh the okay so these are uh that is the first time that name is mentioned and it's just going by last name. Sometimes the writing uh, in, in the New York Daily News is, is spotty. I'm just going to say it. Take it. Take it. Take it. New York Daily News. You deserve it. Uh, the the uh, For the job that you guys do, the police, I, all we can say is thanks. Uh, yeah. I offer nothing but gratitude. I offer no advice. I offer no fucking try you do more of this, less of that. I mean, I'd love it if more people got conked in the head. And sort of the, you know, but they don't have the mandate to do that shit anymore. It's just not that way. And I hate to see it happen because the cops, if anybody doesn't deserve shit, it's them. Now, uh, they, you know, there's a lot of go, a lot of shootings going on. I think we'll probably hit a record on murders this year. I think it'll keep creeping up, uh, inching up. They call it an uptick. 
Yeah. It's not enough tickets. An explosion. A man was shot in an ambush as he walked up to a Brooklyn, a violent Brooklyn stoop. A man was shot in an ambush as he walked up a violent Brooklyn stoop in violent Brooklyn. A man in an ambush killed. He was shot anyway, killed on his 45th birthday. Heartbroken relatives and friends said his name was Ahmad Perkins. Known to his friends as Excel. And, and that's not XL like extra large. Excel like he's going places (laughs) shot in the head. (laughs) He excelled on a stoop. (laughs) He vaulted up four uh, steps leading to a multifamily home. Empire Boulevard near Lamont Court and Crown Heights. Crown Heights is it can go either way. You know, it's it can just go either way in Crown Heights. It was his birthday shot. 45th birthday right in the head. Do I wonder if that was uh, what the fuck was that about? You know, I wonder if this (laughs) Supposed to be like a birthday, uh, you know, you used to spanking birthday, you know, like right? Birthday, how shooting. many, how many uh, shots? 45. I don't know if you can survive 45 shots. <laughs> I wanted to grow on 46. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, great quote here. Uh, I'm going to read uh, all these quotes. I grew up with homie, he was family, he was probably the most influential person for my block during the 90s. Excel, yeah, that was a longtime friend, Eli Malik. He wrote that on Facebook. Uh, if you were from Brooklyn. And you ain't know him personally. Nine times out of ten, you were you were taking part of something he started. This is fucked up, Malik said. How you die at forty something after banging all these years, man? Mm. That should go on the tombstone. <laughs> this is fucked up. <laughs> How you die at forty something? I mean, everybody knows him. I don't even forty something. Yeah, it's his birthday. I mean, there's been some great quotes in the past. I mean, there's been. I mean, you, you can you can just roll a couple out of your head, you know, uh, like like we were doing before, you know. Yeah, There's yeah. Nothing to fear, but fear itself. Uh, the only thing being, the only thing worse than being talked about is not being talked about. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there's how you know how you gonna get shot at forty something, at forty something when you've been banging all those years. When you've been banging all those years, then you how you die at forty something. Some something. Yeah. How do you die at 40 something after banging all these years? Right. You're still banging after <laughs> all these years. Are you banging all the years? <laughs> Steely Dan. Yeah. Nobody gets these references if they're not 40, which this guy was 40 something. Yeah, he would have gotten it. It's, he would have gotten it. I think he would have been right there with it. I thought he was named after the computer program. Excel, yeah. <laughs> the man, the man loved to make spreadsheets. Yeah, Lennox. Uh, he lived in <laughs> Red Hook. Perkins lived in Red Hook, Brooklyn, but grew up in Crown Heights. They really eulogize people in this newspaper. They don't do that as much in the Post. They kind of go to suit, but they really do love to say, you know, this happened in his life, and then right. this happened. In his life. They really they go the extra mile in terms of this. It was an ambush, is what it was. Yeah. Why would somebody ambush Excel? And for, for all your fans in Australia, not a Bushman, an ambush. That's right. Although he looked like a Bushman. He wasn't a Bushman. He was he was merely a man on an ambush. Now, a correction officer sexually assaulted by a Rikers Island detainee says mm-hmm. a new lawsuit that a jail psychologist pressured her to return to work while she was still traumatized even had her briefly committed to a psych ward against her will. Holy shit. That's Whoa. bad. Now this is a lawsuit from former correction officer, Michelle Griffith. She's 38 saved. She was saved from the terrifying 2020 assault, not by colleagues, but by other detainees. I remember this. I remember when the, the, yeah, some detainees came in and they were like, Fuck, no, they, they pulled this guy. This guy was huge mm-hmm. trying to rape her. 
and uh, other detainees heard her scream. Her trauma was actually uh, was allegedly exacerbated by jail staff who widely showed video, shared video showing the tech or because they were showing the video. I mean, hell, I saw the video of it and Mm. I I didn't see it from one of them. Michelle Michelle Griffith says in a lawsuit, I guess maybe it would be a little insensitive. Like, do you see her get sexually assaulted? Look, you know, yeah. They were in a bubble type thing and they got and they the guy was able to get in. It was ugly. She said it was all very intrusive. One day I'm walking to my car in the parking lot and uh, one of the young correction officers said, hey, you're that girl from the video. <laughs> he said, I'm sorry for what happened. And I have the video if you want to look at it. <laughs> what? Can I say sorry for what happened? I mean, come on. This guy was not tactful. No, not at all. I mean, if he was trying to get her to like hang out with him, another mm-hmm. correction officer, she said, offered to put her in touch with his fitness coach for self-defense classes. I know the guy wants to be helpful, but it's a way of saying you weren't very good at fighting off that dude. You (laughs) could have done better. What did you want it? Yeah. Can you say moot point? Yeah. (laughs) While Griffith appreciated colleagues concern, the attention made her feel very uncomfortable. As you can imagine, Uh, the uh, disturbing suit (laughs) highlights. uh, That's what I call my birthday suit when I'm naked. My disturbing suit. disturbing suit. The uh, dangers, uh, it, it highlights the dangers women correction officers face while working at the understaffed chaotic jail uh, complex. They should, there shouldn't be any women guards there. There shouldn't be any women police officers hardly at all. Especially on a, on a male ward. I mean, it's all men, isn't it, Rikers? Um, so, so, I think so. No, no, there's men and women there. There's men and women there. But she should be in the woman part. Yeah, for, for sure. I mean, you know, there was a woman in, uh, I, I don't remember what jail it was. I guess it was Rikers because the guy wasn't convicted. Uh, but <laughs> Or he, no, you know what? He was on fucking death row, I think is what it was. Mm. Maybe he was on about to be on death. He shot a cop. I believe he was going to be Ron L. Uh, Wilson was his name. Ron oh, L. Wilson. Okay. He, his, his defense was I'm retarded. My IQ is too low to fucking fry me, you know? Well, that's kind of, that's, if you know, that's that, what we're saying. Yeah, if you know that, then you're probably yeah. not retarded. They, I guess he got his lawyers to put that forth. But I noticed that, like, if you look at the pictures of him, you know, before that claim and yeah. after, he starts like putting his head up like a like a like a pinhead, like he starts looking more retarded. Oh yeah, he he adopts a retarded appearance. That's like one of those classic uh, uh, sitcom shows where the guy puts a neck brace on for the uh, for the court. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he just, you know, he doesn't need it. Yeah. He, just, exactly. he puts a neck brace on to kind of get the sympathy of the and, jury. And the way they find out is like, you know, in court, someone throws a briefcase onto the ground. He twists his head to look around. And, <laughs> ah, we got you. <laughs> Another lawsuit. Right. Ron L. Wilson. Now, this, uh, there was a jail, uh, you know, one of, the, one of the guards there, right? A right. prison guard. Her name's, uh, I think it was Michelle Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. She, uh, you know, apparently found this guy very appealing. This guy's got game because he fucked this female jail guard. I don't know why I'm you're saying, saying it like it's a saying, secret. Right? Saying she fucked I'm her. saying they fucked. She fucked that guy. She fucked him and got pregnant. Oh. And so then it becomes very complicated because she's broken the law. I mean, technically, oh, yeah. what's happened there is she, she, raped, him. she raped him. Isn't that yeah. something? She raped the guy. She yeah. raped a cop killer and they had the baby mm-hmm. and they named the baby Justice. <laughs> They named the baby cop killer. The, the only way that justice can live up to his name is to grow up and kill both of his parents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's a great joke. I almost stepped up. Uh, That's uh, as fucking hysterical. Ron. With <laughs> 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 Google search, it autocompletes. Ron O. Wilson, not retarded. Yeah. Isn't that funny? I guess he was declared. He, yeah. The judge ruled him not retarded. 
That that has to feel good on some level. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm stupid. You know I'm stupid. Like, no, I'm, stupid I mean friend. I'm pretty close to retarded, yo. Like this is retarded. He was convicted of killing undercover detective Ronnie. Uh, I'm, this is a, a little walk through time here. I'm going to admit it, but uh, the ruling means Ronnie Wilson could once again face the death penalty. I don't know whatever eventually happened with this guy, but it says here a judge. This is from 2013. A judge ruled that the convicted cop killer not mentally retarded. I'm glad I could pull that guy's name out of my fucking brain. Shows I'm not coming down with early onset Alzheimer's yet, mm. although I'm sure it's coming. Uh, the two were posing as gun buyers. Yeah, and they got shot, man. Uh, that, that was uh, that, that's a terrible shame. A judge convicted Wilson, sentenced him to death. The appeals court upheld the conviction, but overturned the death sentence. After his death sentence was overturned, uh, Wilson requested a hearing to determine whether he is a person with mental retardation. Right. <laughs> the guy was a rapper. You know, he well, likes to do that rapping. Still, that still doesn't. I mean, look, if you can rhyme, how good are you? They should make him run. They should make him rap and say, like, I mean, go ahead. And and I mean, really do your best. Would you consider an autistic person? I like cake. It makes me <laughs> ache. I eat to my belly ache on cake. I can't think of nothing but cake right now. I mean, if you're rapping about retarded stuff. Shit my pants in the morning. Uh, <laughs> shit my, my pants in the, in the afternoon. afternoon. <laughs> oh, shit. In my pants. It's going to be a lot of shit pants stuff, right? <laughs> His IQ scores show that he's not mentally retarded. I guess you. it's hard to blow an IQ test. You know, <laughs> this guy. This guy's guy like, I know these answers. <laughs> yeah. They gave him the lower level. <laughs> he you know, got like excited and he, he did the best he could. Took the retard exam and failed by by passing. Right. When you write your name properly on an IQ test, I think you you you're an average IQ. I mean, I think if my life depended on it, like if I could <laughs> pull off a retarded score. That's a square. Uh, is awaiting another penalty phase back then. So yeah, that was Nancy Gonzalez. That's who it was. Nah, piece of, little, little Nancy piece of ass Gonzalez. It's revealed like that a correction officer guarding him was eight months pregnant with his child. 29 years old arrested. She, f- she faced up to 15 years in prison if convicted. God wow. damn. For, it says engaging in a sexual relationship with an inmate. It's rape. Yeah. He cannot consent. Plus, yeah. he's retarded. <laughs> she, <laughs> yeah. It was a question at that's the time. A, that's a big rape. She, there's a woman with high standards right there. Yeah. I am going to fuck a potentially retarded guy <laughs> who killed a couple of police. He's locked up for life, maybe dying, uh, maybe on death row. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Talk about sleeping with the enemy. <laughs> uh, you know, Holy shit. one thing about the prison guards and, and, and Rikers and, and anybody who is in corrections. OK, they don't like being called guards. I think corrections officers, what, what they actually are. Right. And anybody, any correction officers listening, sorry <laughs> for getting that wrong for a second. But they come from the same places that these, you know, where the guys come sure. from, where they so the they're kind of acquainted, you know. Oh, yeah, they they. And so um it's it's just an interesting thing to think about. They would find themselves in a situation where it's difficult, I'm sure, because you don't want. I mean, you know, fuck, who wants to? Uh, All right. It seems like it would be really tough to be a corrections officer. I'm not talking about the fucking the guy's way out of line. That's for sure. Yeah. I have no sympathy for her, but because uh, she had all the, she had every means of not doing this. The guy's in a cage. All you got to do is not try real hard to fuck an inmate. You know, yeah. if she hadn't gotten pregnant, she might have gotten away. She might have gotten away with it. Well, you know, she's uh, again, you know, who doesn't love a bad boy? That's for, that's first and foremost. Yeah. 
she loves uh women love bad boys i guess they do and i think some of these women actually take the job because they're they're attracted to the danger and the and the dudes and the, the well, dangerous the, the dudes. dude the danger is the dude you know these guys <clears throat> i mean you got guys like you know they're locked up for uh, white collar crimes maybe they embezzled funds and they lock them up with with cop killers and rapists and then they become very attracted to dangerous dudes i guess uh, <laughs> They have no choice. Well, they, they, yeah. <laughs> they have no choice either. But I mean, as a, as a prison guard, a lot of these women end up in relationships or amorous situations with a lot of these prisoners. There's something about being with a guy who uh, who's dangerous that that really turns some women on. And uh, Nancy mm-hmm. Gonzalez, very primal, you know, from correction officer to uh, erection officer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boom. That's pretty good, though. That's yeah, pretty so good. It rhymes. But it, <laughs> <laughs> I, could be, I could be retarded. <laughs> uh, it says in the article here that uh, the prosecutor said Gonzalez and Wilson had intercourse for the sole purpose of impregnating her. Mm. That's not the sole purpose. Yeah, I think that attraction had to play into it a little bit like you described. Why would you be trying to help him out? You know, yeah, let me just help you get out of death row. You seem like a nice guy. I think she wanted you the D like a nice guy wanted the D let's face it. Give me a break. Yeah, he was kicking game to her. He probably showed he probably showed her his uh his his resume, so to speak. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad looking kid. He this is that's with a shaved head. Yeah, uh, total he, monster. He looked a lot. He looked a lot better with the shaved head. He uh, when, before he had the shaved head. He looked like uh, very foolish. We're trying to justify this rape. Oh, he looked very foolish. Look oh, at you looking like, all foolish. Can you believe that shit, though? With the fucking with the, Mr. Yeah, Miss America. Horrible, yeah. Horrible, horrible times. Yeah. Miss, U- Miss USA. There is a difference. No, sorry. Because, you know, no, Joanne Nosajinsky, who does a show with uh, Bill Schultz sure. there at, 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 the, at Compound. Lovely gal. She was, uh, you know, uh, like, a, like uh, a she was up there. Yeah, she was state. Miss, Miss New, York New York State. Yeah. Miss New York State. And you know something? She said that you are more likely to have a son who plays in the Super Bowl than to have a daughter who competes at that level wow. in a pageant. I was like, I guess that's she gave the what do you go over the numbers? It's kind of true. It's like that many guys on a starting lineup, mm-hmm. 60 or whatever in a squad. And uh, there you go. So uh, RIP 30 year old Chesley Christ, former Miss USA living in Manhattan, lawyer and TV host. She broke so many barriers in her short time. CBS two's Lisa Rosner's <laughs> okay, the last one that that was in front of her building. Yeah, yeah, she broke some <laughs> barriers there on the way down. She broke through an awning. Uh, <laughs> oh. It was, it was, it was too bad. For, in fact, they got. I wonder if the surveillance video, if you watch it to see her go past the window. Right. Uh, we're gonna leave it at that because uh, you know what? There's so much crime, but we only have so much time. And if you can't talk about the crime, don't do the time. If something, I don't know. Zenhauser and me are doing a show on. Uh, the site that I mentioned before, it's a local site. It's nyccrimereport.locals.com. It's five bucks. That's it. That's just what it costs. And that, that's for a month. And you can go, you can do it one time. I'm doing live streams on there and stuff. And I'm doing, uh, you know, the show dog fuckers. I'm doing a show called 12 golden classics, mm. which is a music show. Brandon from Indy. Uh, it's, it's fun. We, we, we just each pick favorite songs. We listen to them a little bit, talk about them. And, uh, you know, if you like, uh, there's a playlist up on Spotify for that, too. Late as Fuck with Douglas Nelson. 
great artist from down in Louisiana, not a hermit, but he's working on it. <laughs> and uh, uh, there's, I mean, there's more shit. RWI, reasonably well informed with Al Pontillo. Monday morning quarterback with Ray Schneiders. I'm just throwing up a bunch of concepts. And you know what? There they are. If you enjoy yeah. them, you enjoy them. And it's only $5 and a bunch of shows. Most of them are going to be coming out Friday to Sunday. So if you got free time between Friday and Sunday, sometimes people on the weekend, they like to watch some shit. Zen, you're going to be anywhere comedy wise. I mean, we're doing something pretty soon live, but I don't. Uh, we have a fucking tour coming. We have a tour. The dog fuckers tour. It. The dog fuckers tour is going to be probably be start starting in March. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be coming probably to a town near you. We have the will. We have we have the. Uh, What's that? Uh, what's what's that old saying? Like you know, we have the technology. Yes, we have the uh, whatever. We can rebuild it. Yeah, our careers. Our careers. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go until we run out of money. Uh, I feel I feel like yeah, we're gonna be uh, on the road. Hopefully from the for the spring and the summer. Uh, this February, I am am going to be at Laugh It Up in Poughkeepsie. The last couple of weeks. You ever pick your feet in Poughkeepsie? You ever pick your feet in Poughkeepsie? And then I have uh, I'm doing I'm on the road with Shuli, um, Shuli next Thursday through Saturday in Rochester, New York, Rochester, Rochester. New York. Uh, go go to Shuli.com to check out the actual where the venue is. I'm not sure what the venue is called up there, but it's going to be a pretty packed show. Oh, it's a comedy club. Tickets. Is it a comedy club? I think it's like a theater. Not oh, a theater, not a theater, theater. but like a like a like, like a, a like, like a cafeteria, probably a comedy club. There's a comedy club there that I worked one time. Uh, What's it called? I might know I, it now. I don't remember, but <laughs> <laughs> I think it's called Shoes. Uh, we'll go to at the Zen Comic uh, for updates on on where my upcoming shows are. I'll have the name for you this week. And by the way, man, uh, get the wings up there because wings in Rochester, right next to Buffalo, they're amazing. Unbelievable food up there. The name of the place up there, I forget what the name of it was. Nick Tahoe's. The, no, the original bar where they have them. Um, uh, it's not Anchor Bar. Is it Anchor, Anchor Bar? Bar? Yep. That place. Wow. Good chicken wings. And and Rochester's fun. I've been there before. Got some friends up in Rochester. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Hit it. And uh, all right. Well, thanks, Zen, for joining me. Thank and you for uh, me. yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be seeing you on an upcoming episode of Dog Fuckers over there at mm-hmm. nyccrimereport.locals.com. And thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report.